0: Good morning, friends, and thanks for coming back for another episode of Imperfect Parenting with a Perfect God. I have been MIA for the last couple of weeks, and I apologize for that. Christmas had me so busy that Tuesday would come and go, and then there it went, and I was like, oh, man, that was fast. So the last two weeks have been a whirlwind for me around here, quite different than last year, I'm sure. Um, How about you? How was your Christmas I hope that you are able to spend some time really focusing in on what Christmas is truly about. And that's Jesus. Did you get to spend time talking about the nativity story? And I don't just mean the movie, which is one of my favorite movies at Christmas time, especially. But um, just simply like why we celebrate Christmas. What we wouldn't have Christmas without Jesus and his birth and his gift God's gift to us so I hope you got the chance to really focus on that at least a little bit we usually do an advent calendar of sorts um, not the kind that you pop the chocolates out of although I grew up on those those were fun uh, but I try to uh, find a good book that talks about uh, the true meaning of Christmas and it's a daily devotional And then we do some little treats each day. Uh, It's gotten harder, though, since my daughter became or since we discovered that she needs to be dairy free for um, physical well-being. Um, So I can't just pop chocolates all in them because she can't have those. So I have to find special chocolates for her and then some as many non-chocolate things. And if I can find non-food items, I do that. Uh, How about you? Do you... What do you do for Advent? Do you do something kind of like that? Or do you do the um, little chocolate box popping things that um, you can buy at the store for a dollar or which is I'm not I'm not bashing those at all. Those are super fun. I have many awesome memories of those growing up, although we didn't really talk about what Christmas was about growing up. It was really just about the candy. Um, So Um, Just wondering, what do you do? What's what's your Advent tradition if you have one? And if you don't, that's okay. You don't have to. It's not required. It's only something I adopted over the past, I don't know, five or six years, maybe maybe a little longer than that, Uh, but really understanding the whole point of it over the last five or six years and really, excuse me. Honestly, getting kind of emotional (laughs) about it because in a good way, not a ranting crazy mom way uh, because I just think it's beautiful. It's such a beautiful thing. It's the most beautiful thing, really, God giving us his only son. And as a parent, I'm sure you can understand the sacrifice, the great sacrifice that was felt in his heart uh, on the day we celebrate Easter. You know, the reason we celebrate Easter, just having, having to... probably every day, just having to watch him be mortal and go through mortal things, things that we humans deal with on a daily basis, because he did. He was fully human as well as fully God. So just watching him daily must have been so, so frustrating, so hard. Um, However, because he has the perspective that he has, uh, at least he can look at it and go, well, this is all good. This is all good. But I wonder if we have that perspective at all as a parent, Uh, when we have that child that is constantly going through some things that you know you could probably help with, that you know that you could advise better, Uh, you know, no matter what age the child is, whether they're toddlers or they're grownups, we all go through that and watch them do things that we're like, I just want to step in, I just want to step in because I know I could help. I know I could save this child from future issues or I could save the child from frustration even in the moment. But it's not always good to do that, is it? If you've seen fruit from frustration in your child, then you know and you understand that there are things that they have to go through to get to the other side better. And what we can be doing during it is praying for them, encouraging them, loving them, providing for them as, as needed, but mostly praying for them. And this doesn't even have to be for like the big issues. It can be simply learning to tie shoelaces, for example, for something. Um, it's not simple when you're in it, when you're learning how to do it. Do you remember when you were learning how to tie laces? It's frustrating. It's supremely frustrating. I'm a very logical person. I'm a very scientific-minded kind of person, black and white. I always think in black and white and process and routine, and I like things organized. Although don't look at my house because you wouldn't know it, um, but I do like. I thrive on organization and and, and uh, things like that. And so learning to tie my laces was so frustrating. Obviously, I figured it out, but I lived in the years. R- I I grew up in the years where when Velcro was invented, I knew how to tie my laces by then. But man, when those came out, it was like, where were those when I was trying to learn to tie my shoelaces? Wouldn't that have been a great shortcut? But think about it. If I hadn't, if that had existed and that was my shortcut, I would never have learned how to tie a bow or tie laces or things like that. Well, maybe not never, but it would have been later for sure. And it is a good thing to learn to tie your shoelaces, isn't it? I know it sounds like a simple little example, but it's a metaphor. Let's take it as a metaphor, even though it it really is true. We watch our kids learn, and we just want to put our fingers in. We want to hold that down. We want to hold those laces down as they cross so that they can go ahead and cross things and pull them through or tie the loops together, however you taught them. Whether it's the, the bunny goes around the tree and through the hole, or you... take the ears and you wrap them together. I don't know. Everybody does it differently. Um, I think both of my girls each have their own way. And uh, my husband and I actually tie our shoes differently too. Isn't that funny? But But we accomplish the same thing. Our shoes are tied. So that's the same thing when we're watching our children go through different frustrating circumstances that you have to consider, is this good in the end? Is this good? Is this intended for good? Will this work out for good? Now, there are, of course, more severe situations that I'm not going to address right now. Because that's not what this podcast is really about. And I'm not a professional, so I'm not going there. But this is more, this, more of the um, the average everyday kind of things that most people go through. And yeah, it's hard to watch people go through things. Um, I can't imagine what it was like growing raising me because I'm the kind of, I was the kind of kid and uh, frankly, I'm the kind of adult that has to learn the hard way. <laughs> it's, it's frustrating now to me to look at me and go, man, why do I have to learn the hard way? Uh, and I've learned to seek advice, you know, maturity comes and you learn and experience, but I definitely have one that's the same way. And I have to kind of put my hands up and go, I'm not saying anything all right, I'm not going to do anything. I'm just going to let it go and watch. (laughs) And I have to hold my mouth shut sometimes, physically put my hand over my mouth so that I don't say a thing because she'll get frustrated with me and it just makes it worse. So uh, I just remember, you know what? I survived and so will she. She's very resilient and stubborn and strong and smart. So there we go. We'll move on from there. Oh, anyway, so I did start talking about Advent. Didn't I? Yes. So we didn't actually get to do the Advent that we normally do. Um life just was busy. I'm starting a business and so that took a lot because um I I don't know if you know, if you if you don't know me, you don't know this, but I actually sell whoopie pies. That Yes, I've had, if you've been listening for a while, you've, you've heard me toot a lot of businesses over the last, uh, I don't know how long have I been doing this, six, eight months. And um, yeah, I, I dabbled in online businesses and uh, it was fun and great learning experiences. Again, learn by doing, that's me. But none of it was really the right thing for me. And I've been making whoopie pies for years and mostly fundraisers and things, but they've become very popular. And God's been opening doors and kind of nudging me through those and saying, Hey, I've got this. And I just keep praying, God, close the doors. If you want them shut, shut them in my face because that's how he gets my attention. Uh, And I, you know, I pray the opposite, open the doors. If there's some, some direction you want me to go make it obvious, that's the way I will go, but you have to make it obvious for me because I sometimes get tunnel vision and I want to just keep going with my ideas And I forget to stop and pray. I forget to ask for wisdom, which he gives out generously to all without reproach. And uh, James 117, I believe that one is. That was one of our uh, memory verses recently. And it's so true. I remember that all the time when I forget to ask for wisdom. I'm like, oops, how can I forget the generous thing that God is willing to give and I forget to ask? I mean, how silly is that? It's like having a free ATM machine of knowledge available all the time I don't have to go anywhere I just have to ask but anyway so he's been opening doors like crazy and I'm blown away first of all by the fact that he's doing this for me uh, and with me but I've been busy because everyone wants whoopie pies for their holiday gatherings and so it's been fun I've got to learn a lot of my business this way and streamline a lot of things that I need to do and I'm getting close to the place where I can actually sell them wholesale, which I'm super excited about. So they'll be showing up in some local stores and uh, specialty shops. So anyway, I'm, this is not meant to be an advertisement. I was really busy is my point. <laughs> so we didn't really get to do the advent every day like I loved. And I got a new book from John Piper, who I think is brilliant. And I'm sure some of you do too. And we, I think we read the first day and then a couple of ones in between. So... And then I have another one from Ann Voskamp called The Names of Jesus. And it's a supplement to her 100, uh, 100 gifts. But we haven't done that yet. And I feel like my kids might be getting too old for that. But The Names of Jesus is beautiful. So those are a couple of recommendations for you. Joy to the World is the John Piper one. It's just a small little booklet. And it's really good. It really makes you think each day. And he has such a great way with words. And I love people who have a great way with words. They amaze me especially when they can put it in writing. So I look forward to next year for the days that we miss, which is a lot. Uh, but even though we didn't get to do the official Advent, and I'm putting air quotes around Advent because you can't see me. You can only hear me. Uh, we we I still keep it around Jesus because that's what it's about. So most of the things we do, we try to make it centered on love. So we make Christmas cookies, which we never delivered. Um, we just There was a lot of things, a lot of traditions we didn't get to. And a lot of things that we prefer to do that we just didn't get to. Uh, we made <laughs> we made four times. I don't like making sugar cookies by the way because I hate cutting them out and then decorating them. It's too many steps. But we did it this year, and I accidentally quadrupled the recipe instead of doubling it. I added too much butter. my My mind wasn't on the, the. My eyes weren't on the prize, so we had to make four times as many. So we have a lot of sugar cookies just sitting in our kitchen. About a third of them are decorated and the rest are not. <laughs> That's, that is a great example of how our Christmas tradition season went. We went in with gusto, ran out of def- decorations and icing, ran out of time and interest and set it aside <laughs> for other things that were more important. So there you go. Uh, but it was still a lovely holiday. Because Christmas is coming whether you are ready or not, right? That I, I kind of giggled. And I, I, I was thinking about doing my podcast last week on this. And then Tuesday came and went and I totally forgot. And that was on me. So sorry. I've been absent again. So I was laughing because you know, the week before Christmas, everyone, are you ready for Christmas? Are you ready for Christmas? And I always think, how can I answer that without sounding sarcastic or um, snarky Um like, what's the right answer for that? Do I say, no, I still have things to do. Be very practical about it. You know, I still have to get gifts for this person, this person, or I'm not done wrapping or I've got baking to do. You know, this. People usually are all like, oh, I've got so much to do because there's a lot of prep to do for Christmas um, nowadays. And um, not that, that Christmas is going to come whether we like it or not. Right. So I think that's become my, my natural response now is whether or not I am Christmas is coming and i'm going to enjoy it. and i think that's become my my general response because um it's the truth. and there's that. so and i'm i hope that i can change people's perspectives from feeling frantic to just chilling out. remembering whether we do things or not, christmas is coming. and the reason for christmas is already here. jesus is already here with us. those who believe in him, we've got him with us every day. So Christmas is with us every day. So we could literally celebrate Christmas every day and it would be accurate because we have Jesus already in our hearts. He's here. He's already come. Now we're waiting for him to come back physically with trumpets sounding and it's going to be amazing. And whether we see it in our lifetimes or not, we don't know. But um, there's that hope that we know that he's coming back and we need to be ready for it. But yeah, so that's become my response. And I know this is all about Christmas and Advent, even though it's over. It's more of a reflection. So reflect back on your Christmas season this year. And I'm not asking you to feel convicted or condemned or any of that. That's not the point of this. It's How was your Christmas season this year? What were the ups and downs? How did you prepare for it? And what was, what was the ultimate result? You know, what was your day like? What was your week like? What were your get-togethers like if you had any? Uh, it, it, it was, um, I will tell you, I'll reflect on my Christmas if you don't mind listening to me pour out a little bit more about my week. So we go to my in-laws Christmas Eve and get together. And I haven't been able to go in about four years. So this was my first time because I was working on Christmas Eve Every year I worked for UPS and Christmas Eve As you can, it's actually not busy on Christmas Eve. It's actually the least busy. It's actually kind of a normal, quick, quiet because the packages can't go anywhere the next day. And being on a Saturday, they weren't going anywhere the day after. So, um, I pity the people who are there working this week, trying to make up for all the extra packages sitting there all weekend. I know what it's like. I've been there. And it's hard, so please pity your UPS drivers and workers and FedEx and all your delivery drivers because this is a very frustrating week, season, really. The whole season is frustrating for them and hard. And they make a lot of overtime, which is great, but it's hard, so be nice to them. Maybe give them a Christmas cookie or I gave them a whoopie pie <laughs> as they came by because I had plenty of them on hand. Um, and so that was different for me. Usually I leave a little basket out of treats for them. I handed out whoopie pies whenever I could catch them. So anyway, so Christmas Eve was great because I got to get back into the swing of things and go back to the tradition of of, um, hanging out with family instead of at UPS and then coming home to an empty house because they weren't home yet. And then Christmas morning came and we usually do a scavenger hunt for the girls for their presents. We We had them all over the yard. And sometimes other people's yards. Yes, we do. (laughs) Sometimes on the roof, in trees. I mean, we put it anywhere. Uh, But it was freezing rain. And we didn't want them out there. We don't want them getting sick. And so we actually, we were so exhausted. My poor husband has had a sinus infection. And so he is just miserable right now. And in fact, 2 a.m. Christmas, while I was sleeping, he came and said, I'm going to the emergency room because this is too much. And it was. It was bad. I was like, "Oh dear Lord, please let it not be COVID." <laughs> and it wasn't. It's a sinus infection, just as he knew. But he got the meds he needed, so he's on the mend and he's actually sleeping again. Praise the Lord! I mean, huge prayer right there. Huge praise for God because, woohoo, that poor man. Anyway, we didn't hide the presents. We just we hid them under the tree, which we never do, and that was new. <laughs> Uh, so it was really laid back, and uh, we tend to laze around all day Christmas. We literally sit in our pajamas all day. Once in a while, I get dressed just to feel, you know, refreshed. And, um, yeah, I was kind of in a funk after a while. Um, we had good morning, and we had um, a delicious breakfast. And we were having – we were going to plan to have a nice dinner with my mom, who lives up the road. She comes down with something, and we have a, just a very casual breakfast uh, dinner. Nothing fancy, just – easy. And that's great because there's no pressure. There's no stress. And we eat when we're ready and that's it. So, um, but I just, I just got some, something that just kind of jarred me and I was in a dark cloud for most of Christmas day, which really surprised me. I just got some bad news that, um, I'm not going to share because it's personal, but it just, it's, you ever get that phone call? Um, and it's, it, it, it's honestly tragic. It wasn't tragic news. It was just, uh, it just made me sad and, um, nobody died or anything like that. Nobody's sick, but, uh, it just, it was a fearful phone call full of fear. And I just spent the rest of the day in this funk, like Satan just poured this dark cloud over me and I just couldn't get out of it. It was the worst. I hate that feeling. I hate that sense of darkness around me. And I just, I didn't have it in me to just pray, to ask God to lift it. Um, I tried once in a while. I'd be like, oh, God, I just, I don't like this. Just take it from me. But then I'd grab it back and I'd just sit in it. And I felt like I was marinating in it. And have you ever felt that way? Just marinating in this ick, this badness, this darkness when I was a kid and I didn't know Jesus, I would sit in those funks for days. I mean, some people can call it teenager, you know, whatever, but, uh, hormones, emotional, but I just remember embracing that dark feeling and war- and just, um, marinating in it for lack of a better word, but wallowing in it for a long time. And it was pointless because it's no, nothing good comes of it. And so by bedtime, um, we went to bed and, um, prayed for my husband to get better and then prayed for me to get better because emotionally I was just I was just a caught off guard and I just broke down in tears and handed it to God prayed that I would have the strength not to take it back I didn't want it it wasn't of him I didn't want it and I definitely woke up feeling <laughs> so much better and I've I have not yet felt the need to carry it around again And I won't, I don't want it. I don't want, if it's of the devil, I don't want it. So that was my Christmas. (laughs) It was fun and beautiful with my kids, but it was just a dark afternoon. And I hated that part. Um, But again, Christmas came anyway, right? No matter whether we're ready or not, it came anyway. And we're approaching the new year, which is actually what I thought I was going to talk about today, Um, but it turns out that's going to be another podcast. (laughs) So there you go. Um, so let me know, you can share on Facebook or you can email me if you want. Um, and let me know how your Christmas was. I would love to hear. I pray that you remember Jesus as a center because he is. And remember that Christmas is with us every day. Let that be your hope. We have Jesus every day. So no matter what you're going through, remember that Jesus is with you along for the ride. Okay. And he has the power to strengthen you, to give you peace, to give you hope. And he is our hope. So I'm just going to pray and let you go for another week. And I uh, will be back next week. This time, I promise. Uh, and my yes is going to be my yes this time. So Heavenly Father, oh, thank you so much for your gift. Thank you so much for Jesus, the one who came to save us all from our sin, from our ick, from our stupidity, from... Our ignorance, Lord, thank you so much for giving us that gift of the Holy Spirit when you left us uh, to go back to God. Thank you so much for that, that we get to have Christmas in our hearts every day because of you. And I thank you that it, it eradicates the darkness, that your light shines in the darkness and the darkness does not understand it. But I tell you what, he flees because he cannot exist Darkness cannot exist in light. And I'm so thankful for that. I'm thankful for your light in my heart that eradicates the darkness. And same for all who are listening. That whenever we're feeling darkness, that your light can shine into it and break it up. That we can feel your hope and your love within our hearts. And I thank you for the wisdom that you pour out generously to all of us whenever we ask. Because you love us you want to be with us and you want to help us like any parent who wants to help their child through things you're there all the time i pray for these parents as they approach as they spend this this week with their kids hopefully during school vacation and i just pray that they would enjoy each other just embrace the time it's not a time to complain about the kids being home i I just that frustrates me when i see people do that and i'm sorry if you're one but Lord, I pray that they would cherish each moment and know that this is a great time to, to love one another and make memories. This time will go away. Everything will be back to routine again, but enjoy this time, God. Thank you so much for that time together to remind us of family and love. Well, Jesus, happy birthday. It is in your name we pray, amen. Have an amazing week, you guys. And happy new year, because I won't talk to you until next year. All right. Bye-bye.